0: We have so many different ways that we choose leaders. Sometimes we vote for them and sometimes we ask for volunteers who will lead a prayer for me today and sometimes we're promoted in our jobs to positions of leadership and sometimes God says I choose you. So we have this wonderful story about God choosing a leader and in fact a king The king of Israel. And God sends the prophet Samuel to Jesse's family in Bethlehem to choose a king from among his sons. And Samuel looks at the oldest son as we heard Eliab and Samuel sees that he is tall and that he is handsome and he has this commanding presence and Samuel thinks surely this is the one God will choose. But God says, I don't see people as you see people. For you look on the outside, but I look on the inside and I see a person's heart. God is looking for someone with a good heart, with a heart who is in the right place. In the ancient Near East, people thought that the heart was more like the brain. Every part of our anatomy had a function and so the gut was often the place where there were feelings but the heart the heart was the place of thinking and reasoning and decision making and so as samuel goes all down the line and gets to the end samuel asks don't you have any more sons and there's little david tending the sheep and this is a clue. We know that the shepherd is a metaphor for a king and a leader. So this David, the shepherd, has a good heart. In fact, he has the heart of a shepherd, a good shepherd. Now, we know that good leaders are like good shepherds. Good shepherds take care of their sheep. They make sure the sheep have plenty of food to eat and plenty of good water to drink. The good shepherds know the right paths and when they have to go through very dangerous places, the shepherd will do all she can to keep those sheep safe. I thank God for all the good shepherds that I've had in my life. I think about my mother who loved me dearly and held me in her arms as God holds us. And she helped me make good decisions for my life. And I'm grateful for all that she did for me to be a good shepherd. And I think about my spiritual leaders, some of my professors in seminary who were good shepherds to me And they helped me make good decisions, and they provided paths that I could follow, especially paths in the ways of justice, so that I could learn how to be a good shepherd. And I think about good shepherds in today's world and people who are doing all they can to take good care of us. I know that some of you who are worshiping today are in positions of leadership, and I thank you, and I pray for you. I pray that as you seek to be good shepherds, you may know that God, the good shepherd, is with you, that God is holding you close, that God is walking along your side, that you have a good shepherd to be with you through the valley of darkness in those shadows to help protect you as you help protect others. There's no threat, no danger that is unknown to the Good Shepherd. This is the name that Jesus chose for himself. I am the Good Shepherd. And there's nothing that Jesus has not been through, that Jesus does not know that he will lead you through. I'm also thinking about all of us at home who want to be leaders in this time. And yet we are called right now to sit at home. And so I want to say to any of the children who are there that I know of a way that you can lead. And that is to lead your families in prayer at the dinner table every night. When we're together at the dinner table, I know sometimes my family forgets to say a prayer and, but how wonderful if children were able to remind us and being those leaders who lead us in prayer at the dinner table at night. And there are other people, there's a man, Jus, who is in the Netherlands, who took upon himself to make a sewing pattern for, masks for surgical masks. And we put a PDF up on our website. If you'd like to be a leader in making masks, those surgical masks that are so deeply needed. Sometimes we're called to just be sheep. We're called to just be followers. And right now, It is up to us to look for the good shepherds and to follow them, for God provides good shepherds. Mr. Rogers, when he was afraid, would say to the children, when you're afraid, there are always helpers. Look for the helpers. God says to us today, I give you good shepherds. Look for the good shepherds. We look for the good shepherds. We listen for God's call so that God can help us keep all the sheep safe. Amen. Today, God has said to people in our church, that I have called you. I have called you to be a shepherd for this church. We have elders and deacons, and today is our day to ordain and install them. The deacons, God calls specifically to continue Christ's ministry of compassion, to be leaders in that way. And God also calls elders in the church to have a heart for wisdom and decision-making for the leadership and governance of the church. So we thank God for the, those who are called and have answered that call. So let's, can we clap? I can see you. <laughs> and let's um, have our uh, clerk get ready and our new elders get ready. When it comes time for the laying on of hands, we're gonna um, raise our hands in blessing. And so I say to you, there are a variety of gifts, but it is the same spirit who gives them. And there are a variety of ways of serving God, but it is the same Lord who is served. God works through each person in a unique way, but it is God's purpose that is accomplished. Ordination is God's gift to the church, and God calls leaders to ensure that Christ's ministry continues among us in caring and compassion and in the governance of church and in the word and sacrament.
1: Mr. Clark. Representing, representing the one holy Catholic and Apostolic Church, the session of Chevy Chase Presbyterian Church ordains and installs to the Office of Elder, Nancy Elizabeth Quinn, George Larry Maxwell, Eric Tate Woodward, and to the Office of Deacon, Dana Alicia Hedgepath, James Barr-Moorhead, Margaret Penny Garman, Stephanie Rust. The session also installs to active service those who have been previously ordained. To the session, Connie Rhine Roby, Christy Schmidt, Nolan Hawthorne Wick, Youth Elder. And to the Board of Deacons, Scott Lee Corcoran, Robert Bruce Garman, Margaret Peggy Hawkins, Bradley Hunter, Sigrid eisberg Lade, Melody Griffin-Silber.
0: So I'm going to ask you all, I ask those who are specifically coming today to be ordained and installed, but I want everyone to hear these questions and to answer them in your own heart, because God calls us all to be ministers. So I say to you, do you trust in Jesus Christ, your Savior, acknowledge Christ, Lord of all and head of the church, and through Christ, believe in one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit? Do you?
2: I do. I do.
0: Do you accept the scriptures of the Old and New Testaments to be, by the Holy Spirit, the unique and authoritative witness to Jesus Christ and the church universal and God's word to you? Do you? I do. Do you sincerely receive and adopt the essential tenets of the reformed faith as expressed in our confessions of our church as authentic and reliable expositions of scripture of what the scripture leads us to believe and do and will you be instructed and led by those confessions as you lead the people? Do you and will you?
1: I do and I will.
0: And will you fulfill your office in obedience to the Lord Jesus Christ under the authority of scripture and be continually guided by our confessions? Will you?
2: I will. Will you be governed by our church's polity? Will you abide by its discipline? Will you be a friend among your colleagues in ministry, working with them subject to the ordering of God's word and spirit? Will you? I will. I will. Will you in your own life seek to follow the Lord Jesus Christ, love your neighbors, and work for the reconciliation of the world? Will you? I will do you promise to further the peace unity and purity of the church do you I do will you seek to serve the people with energy intelligence imagination and love will you I will to my deacons if you're one of the deacons who is. Actively serving or being ordained or installed today, can you just give a little wave for others to be able to see you? I see you. I see you. Deacons, will you be a faithful deacon, teaching charity, urging concern, and directing the people's help to the friendless and those in need? And in your ministry, will you try to show the love and justice of Jesus Christ? Will you?
0: And to the elders, will you be a faithful elder, watching over the people, providing for their worship, nurture, and service? Will you share in the government and discipline, serving and governing bodies of the church? And in your ministry, will you try to show the love and justice of Jesus Christ? Will you? I will.
1: Do we, the members of the church, accept these deacons and elders chosen by God through the voice of this congregation to lead us in the way of Jesus Christ? Do we? We do. Do we agree to encourage them, to respect their decisions, and to follow as they guide us, serving Jesus Christ, who alone is the head of the church? Do we? We do.
0: And now I call for the laying on of hands, and I invite you, if you are uh, participating in the laying on of hands, I invite everyone to do that today. Just raise your hands in blessing, and let us pray our prayer of ordination together. Gracious God. Just a sec. (laughs) We can do it.
2: Almost there. Here we go.
0: Gracious God, pour out your Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit upon your, your servants to build up the, church, up the church, to
1: Thank strengthen the
0: common life of your people,
1: Thank and to lead in
0: compassion the and vision, system. to in walk, the walk of the, of the faith church. and the, for the work and of ministry. Give your servants gladness and strength, discipline and hope, humility, humor, courage, and abiding sense of your presence. Amen. I now declare that you are elders and deacons, in the church of jesus christ for this congregation be faithful and true in your ministry so that your whole life may bear witness to the love of god in jesus christ amen and let's woo-hoo. we are so grateful for your service to the church we are we thank god for you and um, our hearts go out to you so thank you very much Pastor
2: Eric. Chris and Martha, can you hear me? Yeah, yes, you can hear you hear us? Yes, getting you. Great. Rep. These wonderful saints are gonna lead us in our offertory. A reminder, my friends, that giving thanks to God, offering ourselves up to God, isn't just about the money we give. Although we always encourage you to go to chevychasepc.org and find that give button. Um, But in the meantime, there are a variety of ways that we use our gifts for the sake of the kingdom. And we're reminded today that we're all called to be leaders. Kids, I invite you to find a way to be a leader today. Maybe that means you can use a piece of chalk and write a word of grace or blessing of peace, a peace sign, something on a sidewalk as those dozens of people walk on your street offering up your leadership to the world and showing them how we lead with love as people who follow the way of Jesus. Let us follow our calling to leadership as we present and think about and give to God our morning's offerings and tithes and all that we are and all that we have.